I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Dirt on Flowers. You made it to another Friday. <laughs> so yeah. I'm patting myself on the back. I'm like, I'm I'm not a very details person. Like I, I am, but I'm not like the, de- I can get like really lost in the details. So some of that stuff drives me crazy, but I get very bored quickly. So I'm kind of at the point where if I touch like one more piece of Fraser fur, like <laughs> I will scream. <laughs> the reeds are like draining the they've drained the life out of me officially. Yeah. And I'm done. So <laughs> I know you have your holiday open house this weekend, right? Your big yeah. big yes. Yep. And big we house. ours I'm 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 a little bit regretting if, if I feel bad if any customers Bloom Hill customers are listening to this, I feel bad. I'm not complaining, but I'm a little regretting my two weekend choice. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So but yeah. We're gonna get through it, and it's gonna be fine. But we're just, you know, I'm trying to spread the holiday cheer while in like complete, just end of the season exhaustion. Yeah. So we're, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. I um I've done a Christmas business, which you know this, but mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody else is. I did a Christmas business long before I had Wild Root, so I have a lot of history with doing Christmas greens. And mm-hmm. so what I've realized is that when Thanksgiving is late like it was this year. Yes. You actually Christmas sneaks up on people. So you probably were smart to do it. I know you're burnt out, mm. but you're probably smart to do it both weekends because there's like the committed people that have their Christmas decorations out early yes. yeah. and they're like ready to shop right after Thanksgiving. And then there's people like most people are just now like it's mm-hmm. just December, mm-hmm. but because Thanksgiving, normally you get that buffer week. It comes early. You still have one full week left in November, and then it rolls into December. So mm-hmm. sales, are they shorten quick. So you have a, yeah. a lot shorter window to sell when mm-hmm. Thanksgiving comes late like that. So yeah. where it falls, you need to get that, don't get that little extra week. But yeah, so I know I'm nervous. I've never done a full-out open house. So oh, I think it just be fun. I go yeah. from like – there is nobody going to show up to like, we're not going to have enough stuff. Like I, I there is no in between for me. Like I well, don't that, That's really... the hard thing. Projecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What it's going to be, you know, at some point you just have to be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. If I sell out, that's just what it is. And that's kind of what we did. Like it ended up working out. Okay. Cause I mean, in hindsight, like, I basically split it into two weekends. So it ended up working fine. I kind of like sold half of my stuff. So I'm hoping Saturday people are going to be in like the decorating mood and are there to buy the rest of it. But yeah. 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 It's a, you do get burnout on it too. Cause we actually were technically, we've been thinking about Christmas since August, you know, we've been ordering things and talking about it and making plans. And then by the time Mm -hmm. it comes here, I mean, we're starting really the second week of our first corporate event was like the 16th of November or something. Mm -hmm. So like we've been in it by the time we're done, it's been, it's been a full, at least a full month. So yeah, we're making everything up. My plan Mm -hmm. is to have the entire shop just 
shut down um, mm-hmm. after this weekend. And then whatever yeah. we have to sell, we have to sell. And then we're working yeah. on planting ranunculus mm-hmm. and, and anemone and all those yeah. fun things. We're getting all mm-hmm. that stuff planted. So, yeah. Then we're going to chug them along. Yeah. Then I'm going to just coast until spring. Yes. Well, I'm forcing I know. tulips this year too. Oh, God. Oh, really? Yeah. Like oh, no, no, no. I didn't know that. In your basement? Like inside? Day. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll mm-hmm. be a good experiment. You'll have to mm-hmm. keep us updated. Yeah. Report back. Yeah. I will. Yeah. It just, I'm trying it out. And because I figure, you know, I've got the flower stand. It's going to be, yeah. I think if I could get that down and just do a, a you know, a manageable amount for yeah. me to try. So, but those got to get, those need to get planted mm-hmm. um, coming up next week. Yeah. So, just a whole learning curve, the mm-hmm. whole piece, just trying trying little bits. I, I was proud of myself for reining myself in, like giving myself realistic numbers. And Yeah, yeah. Because it's just hard. try it out. Yes. Yeah. It is hard. Yeah. It is. Well, the big bulb shortage. Did you how, – how, what about – let's talk bulbs for a second before yeah. we jump into what we're talking about. Yeah. We, we did that whole update, and now we're like in bulb season. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get everything you ordered? I did. I was – a little I got shorted mostly the the main differences that I saw with my one vendor is that I got everything I wanted but my bulbs were like one size smaller okay which is what I was kind of seeing and my order from I was just telling you this before we got on but my Netherlands bulb order came on time perfectly packaged everything was there so I highly recommend them and I'll probably be doing more with them next year but they were they were great and so um, honestly I I didn't really see much of a blip in my radar this this year with bulbs how about you yeah I didn't either I um everything was pretty smooth and Mm -hmm. got what I got what we needed and there were like a couple substitutes that I knew but I was like okay with the subs that we got and yeah you know, so I think that that was that was all good. I have seen like, you know, images of stuff on the mm-hmm. the dark web. Yeah, where <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, I don't go on the dark web, but just like the big web, yeah. the web, um, <laughs> where people have been showing like rot and some things. Like, yeah. so I think there's been issues in mm-hmm. general. I think some yeah. of the quality is just, you know a little bit less across the board, but I think. Yeah. Everything's going to be just fine. Yeah. So. I think like those are the storms that we weather yeah. as farmers, you know, just figuring it out and trying not to freak out, but just got to roll with it. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'll keep you yeah. posted. Maybe. Yeah. Fingers crossed for Valentine's Day. Yeah. It makes me very nervous to hit a very a specific yeah. week. It's like I having that. a pumpkin on November 2nd. Like nobody yeah, wants Because like, pumpkin. are they worthless after <laughs> Valentine's Day. I mean, not really. No, uh, yeah. but kind of. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. They kind of are. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause... Well. Yeah. Okay. Well, just thinking about that too, because they're not worthless after Valentine's Day. But today we're talking a little bit about creating a connection with our customers, yeah. and I think when you're taking your customers along that journey with you, like yay, you know, it all starts like yay, gonna overwinter tulips. Hope I yeah. hope I get to you know to February fourteenth, and then you get closer and you're like sharing the progress, good or bad, you right. know. And that's like bringing your customers along with that journey with you. And I think whether they hit Valentine's Day or not, they're going to buy them. That's, yeah. I like that attitude. I'm going to go with that attitude. It's going to happen. That's, that's the right one. 
otherwise are they, are they all red did you no, get like mostly red okay yeah, yeah. No, i did mm-hmm. i did like pinks and reds mm-hmm. and whites and yeah um just some fun i did yeah. fun colors things you could kind of mix in um I didn't do a ton of red traditional. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm hoping to do, I I will, I will figure it out. I'm sure Scott's 100%. our retail store will try yeah. to yeah. help us out and sell yes. them. Like I'm, it's going to be, it's going to be fine. Yeah. But it's always just like, <laughs> that's why I've actually heat. never heated my high tunnels because mm-hmm. to try to heat in our area to hit Valentine's day, that's pretty tough, mm-hmm. you know, with Brunculus and those other spring, those spring stuff although tracy does it our friend tracy over in cincinnati does it mm-hmm. and she's she does a fantastic job at it but i just don't i don't want the stress of yeah. it so yeah yeah okay i think it's twofold too just it's like can i hit that date and then will my customers pay the premium, the premium. yes that you have to charge yeah when you're putting that extra effort in and I think that will be interesting because are you going to charge a little bit? I assume yeah. yes, more. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it, – it'll just be interesting. I think the nice thing about spring is people are so like voracious for flowers. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think they'll be willing to The other thing I'm a little chef. bit – so so our high tunnel mm-hmm. stuff, the where where we are in the zone, so we're just a few – we actually bloom a little bit ahead of you with mm-hmm. spring yeah. crops. Like we're always – I always seem to be like 10 to 14 days ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And so – I'm curious to see our high tunnel stuff this previous year with with it being so warm started to bloom the beginning of March. My my pre-cooled tulips wow. in my high tunnels. So yeah. I will have a very short window where I'm like selling those flowers and then turn around I'm selling them again. Yeah. Um, so we were back yeah. at farmer's market pretty early uh, this mm-hmm. year because of that. So we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. But yeah. Hey, it's a fun experiment. What it you is. You gotta have fun with it that way. Yeah. If we're doing the same yeah. thing every year, it's not fun. So good for you, Lynn. A couple thousand tulips. We'll see how it goes. But. I'll, I'll let you go before me. Yeah, I'll <laughs> let you. I'll, I'll let well, you, you could this. just I'll keep figure this one out, but I'll keep you posted. So, yeah, just, that's part of the fun of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be good. So mm-hmm. I'll keep you posted. But yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. So chat connection yes. today. I know. I mean, I kind of like talked about it just like a little bit ago, but. Creating a connection with your customers is so incredibly important. It really is because as more and more flower farms pop up, and we get this question all the time on the insiders, somebody, you know, started a farm down the road from me or there's other people in, there's so much competition where I'm at. So to make all of those worries and stuff go away, I truly believe that focusing not on the competition, but putting all of that energy into creating a connection with your customers is how and why people are going to come and support you. Mm-hmm. And that's just such an important, and I think when we're getting started, like we're, we're just learning the growing piece. And when you, once you get that down, then I think you can really like start leaning into your marketing a little bit better. And when we start, cause we are our businesses. I mean, yeah. I do. I think people love flowers a hundred percent, but I really think when people are coming to the flower stand, they're getting a two, they're getting a two for one. They get to support Judd and I, which they love doing and they get to get something beautiful for it. So I would really like challenge you to, to think like, what reasons am I giving my customer connect to connect with me and support me? And 
I think today we're just, you know, really going to try to break it down for you about different ways that you can foster a connection with your customers to your farm, which will be, if that's your goal, I hope that it's on your goal list for 2024. It was on my goal list for 2023. And part of that piece is a weekly newsletter, which we'll talk about that. And we're going to have a future episode on that too. But And I really, really, if you pay attention, you're going to see a difference in the way that your customers are interacting with you when you start fostering that connection piece. And there's lots of different ways to do it. Yeah. And we have, um, I I knew we were, we talked about doing this episode and Mm -hmm. when we were giving our gratitudes, like our Thanksgiving episode, but every theme to that was connection. It was connection to the dirt on flowers Mm -hmm. people, to our community, you know, all of that whole piece of connection is what makes all of this work and, um, and work very smoothly, you know, on our farms or even on the podcast, um, because of, we choose to show up in an honest, like authentic, genuine way. And, and I think we carry that theme to our farms. And so where I was going with this is that on the insiders, we have a limiting, we have a limiting belief video on there Mm -hmm. that I think is honestly one of the best things that we've put out and on the insiders because it is such a uh something that we'll we can even talk about you know here now is like getting through the limiting beliefs that like you don't have anything to share with anybody and it you know that's like a hold up for a lot of people are like i don't have anything to share there's nothing unique about me there's nothing special about me that's so sad there i hate it i hate when you say that yeah yeah and and but I, I had to work through my own limiting beliefs mm-hmm. with showing up to do a newsletter. And I'm sure I will share. I've shared it on here before, but I'll share it again when I do my newsletter. But I, I had a lot of fear of just showing up. I live in a small town. So everybody, you know, I, I feel vulnerable, even mm-hmm. just on a big platform. I don't want to look stupid or say something wrong or offend mm-hmm. somebody. And, mm-hmm. you know, all those things have like gone through my head and I've had yeah. to work through all of those things. But Really, when you show up in a honest, sincere way, you create connection with your customers that, um, you know, will carry will carry your brand, will mm-hmm. make you very successful. And mm-hmm. and the other thing too, you know, is a lot of companies are moving to e-commerce. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of e-commerce that we're competing with and shipping, even mm-hmm. just shipping flowers in general. And so having a like personalized customer service experience for that is going to make them way more invested into your, mm-hmm. into your brand. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of, there's oh. a lot of, uh, very sterile environments with, mm-hmm. with that. I mean, COVID really shifted a lot of those, yeah. a lot, of, a lot of that dynamic. So, yeah. And I think, you know, we're, we're in a world where like people are missing connection, you know, yes. we're missing that piece. COVID like shined a huge light on that, yeah. it made it worse for a lot of people who, um, you know, sought out like just day-to-day interaction from people. So it's like where I always try to treat my customers like they're my friends because they really are, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what people want. Like they want to feel connected to something. And when we, now we spend our money, especially, especially with flowers, because we're so at the end of the day, it's a luxury item to have flowers. Mm -hmm. No one has to have it to survive. So they have to seek you out. You're not always not going to be. I tell my my customers all the time, thank you so much for coming to support us because I know it's not the easiest thing for you to do. The easiest thing for you is to buy the grocery store flowers. Yeah. 
when you walk right by them doing the things that you have to do every day. So they're seeking you out and they want to support you. And it's just so important for you to give them all the reasons why they're going out of their way to support. And then that's why they're going to pick you over the farm down the road. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's, that is the missing piece, I think, for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, and you get the scary. warm, they get the warm, fuzzy, you know, after you, yes. after you, they buy from you and you get that mm-hmm. connection because you do, mm-hmm. you have, you develop friendships with these people mm-hmm. that are buying from you and yeah. um, supporting you week after week. And I think they mm-hmm. feel that, but, um, you know, relationships matter in your business. Mm-hmm. I think we've beat that horse to death, but, you know, I, I think I've shared it on here before we've talked about it, but, you know, there was a, a Harvard Business Review study that said that 86% of customers claim their experiences are just as important as the actual product or service they receive. Like to me, that's like yeah, your experience with the interaction is why you go back. I mean, how many times have you left somewhere, right? You've been at a shop oh. and you're like, oh, yeah. I'm not going back there. Yeah. They were super rude and it was a first impression. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or you leave somewhere I just had a, an experience at a restaurant. The waitress was top notch. I already liked the restaurant, but now mm-hmm. I'm like, I love this place. That waitress could not be there the next time I go, but I yeah. had such a good experience that she knew it was a friend's birthday Aww. and she, she saw a birthday card with a gift and she brought out a cake for her. Aww. I didn't say anything. Nobody <laughs> said anything at the table. It was just like above yeah. and beyond. She was such, so great. You know, it was mm-hmm. like your drink never was less than, you know, a quarter gone and she was filling. It was just such a great experience. I left there. Like I will be back to that restaurant for that, for that reason, because the whole experience about it was just really nice. Mm -hmm. But, and on the flip side of this, it is significantly more expensive to acquire new business than it is to keep an existing client. So, uh, you know, acquiring a new customer, Again, this Harvard Business Review article I was reading is five to 25 times more expensive to to gain new customers than it is to retain an existing one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's like, you think about that from yeah, a cost it's standpoint, it's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. And, you know, your, your existing customers are, they're the ones that are word of mouth. They're going to be sharing mm-hmm. with all of their friends. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're going to get more customers are from those that, you know, you already have good retention with. Yeah. Yeah. And better customers. Yes. Like you want you want your customers to be telling all their friends that are just like them because we have a particular customer. Mm-hmm. Like we have a, that target customer. And yep. the the truth is that they hang out with other people like them. Yeah. And that's where it's like even just oh, I mean, that's something that I'm making a priority this winter, like combing through my processes and my experiences, like even, even not even an experience with me, but going onto my website, what's it like to place an order on my website? Like really coming yeah. through that and like, how can I make that easier? How can I over communicate? You know, cause I still mm-hmm. people, when people ask you questions or they don't understand something, you should take note about that. Like they're not understanding something in what you're saying now. Now I know that people don't read. Okay. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> don't they really don't. They can't read <laughs> so and they can't not- park. <laughs> So it's not 100% your fault. (laughs) But um, like for me, I'm like, man, how do I give like that Chick-fil-A Yep. That's what I say. You say it. Chick-fil-A. Because you walk away going, dang, 
I want to hire one of those kids. That and then the the I always talk about it from an REI. Like REI is another great mm-hmm. company. Like if you mm-hmm. have a problem, they're sending you out new pants tomorrow. You yeah. know. So Emily, they the girls. I've said this before. Like they'll challenge me. You know, like. Mm-hmm. But I'm, there's a reason I don't respond to all the emails or answer the phone where you're just like, oh my God, that was so passive aggressive. You could have said it in such a different way, but you didn't. And here we are. So Emily, like, what would you want to happen? What, what kind of experience, yeah. how would you want to that to be received? And so it's yeah. like, okay, you know, Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. lens. It's like, mm-hmm. my pleasure. <laughs> I'd be happy to switch that kid's workshop ticket for you for the third time because you forgot. I twitch. Yeah. Like, Hives. Joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, it's hard. Yeah, sometimes it it's hard. is. It, sometimes it's hard, which is why you got to pay somebody is. else to do it. You got to yes. pay somebody else to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, like, really, like, earning our customer loyalty is so important. Mm-hmm. And then just thinking it through, like, for me, like, how – once I get that person – what is their their customer journey with me? Like, how am I nurturing them along to like learning about about my farm? So, for me, that looks like this this year, this off season, I'm going to be kind of looking at what's my nurture sequence. You know, mm-hmm. when somebody signs up for an email with me, currently I have it turned yeah. off because it has so much outdated information that I'm like, oh, yeah. I need to update that. You know, so like when someone signs up for your email, which is a which is a very valuable lead, the most important one you can have. How are you nurturing them? How are they learning more about you? So for me, that's going to look like maybe a five to six email chain over the course of like two two to three months of just pinging them with more information, giving them more new ways to connect, new ways to support me, how to support me. That's why sometimes people want to support you, but they don't even know how. Yeah. And I think like the marketing is so important. And at the end of the day, like it set marketing, that word marketing aside and you replace it with connection. And yes. that should be the focus. No, no, like, and we all do it sometimes like, hey, flash sale at the flower stand or whatever the case, you know, those things are okay, but not if they're the only thing coming that they see from you. You're going to start being tuned out like Old Navy. Yeah. Dang, Old Navy sends like <laughs> about yeah. five emails a day. I'm like, I I'm not even listening to you anymore. Listen, you're a 10,000 emailer in your inbox and I'm a zero. Okay. So I don't even see old Navy shit. <laughs> I don't. I use an app. I use an app called unroll.me. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, no. uh-uh. oh, you, I'm writing it down. Love me. Unroll.me. Okay. I just did it with my mom. Um, mm-hmm. My mom and you would bond over the yes. email inbox. We've talked about this. And, um, <laughs> It just sends like shivers down my spine. So you hook a, this is a hot tip that has nothing to do with connection. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You put your email address in there and then it basically runs every subscription that comes Mm -hmm. to you through mm -hmm, unroll.me. You can look at it and go old Navy and it'll say uh, survey at old Navy and you can choose to unsubscribe or keep right there. And then there's another option that's a roll up. So they give you three options, unsubscribe, keep Mm -hmm. or roll up. And what roll up does is if you say like, I actually want to get old Navy's promotional stuff Mm -hmm. because you want to 
see the kids have a sale or something like yeah. that, whatever. Yeah. You, everything that you choose to roll up with them, they send you one email in your inbox. So you'll get oh. like Old Navy, REI, where else do you shop? Burberry. You, you yeah. Burberry girl. <laughs> Color Street. Target. Whatever else. What'd you say? Target. 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 Okay. So you whatever you want. Um, all rolled up into one email. So you just click on the one email and you can see all of them. Okay, that's one cool. email for the day. Yes. Okay. So you can take all your promotional stuff or roll it up. So mm-hmm. the things I keep outside, like uh, keep in my inbox would be like medical stuff or um I don't even know what else the heck I even keep in there. Yeah. But and then you can just go through unroll.me every once in a while and if, oh. if somebody like new at Christmas emails you, you can choose to like keep it or unsubscribe. It cleans up your inbox like so stinking fast. Okay. Yeah. And it just makes it that. so if you would just glance at your promotional stuff, yeah, I think you would like yeah. it. It's a fun, yeah. fun like, thing. Like even if, if you look at your own email box, it's like how, how much noise do you get a day yes. there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and your goal is not to blend in with that, yeah. but for them to be like, oh, Lindsay emailed me what's she up to today or like they want to know like the the next thing the next you know the phase of next phase of the story that you told last time yeah. and you're providing the update or whatever yeah. so it's just like stringing that you know we had Aunt Andy Snyder right is that his yeah name? Andy yeah. yeah yeah we had Andy on um oh my gosh that feels like eons ago I know but it wasn't no. I'm going to look up at that. Uh, yes. And he, episode. we talked to him about writing a newsletter and I had joined his email and that's at Terra Farms. Terra Farms. Terra Farms. Yeah. Yep. And I get his email and I, I subscribe to some people's emails because I like their writing style and it gives me ideas. And so I think that's like a really cool thing that you can do and be like, oh my gosh, that's really cool how they told that story. And it was like, and, and so, and Andy's a really good, and I like always he's great. He he is. He has a really great writing style and stuff. So, he's really good. And his episode is really good, full of a lot of tips. So, if you set a goal for yourself in 2024 to make that email, um, to make that email list thrive with a newsletter and keep growing it with your newsletter, you need to check out episode 44 with Andy Snyder. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a really. He's got as a. A lot of great tips for mm-hmm. how to be consistent with it. And I think with email marketing, you know, it's really, you and I both do it. And it's it's the number one thing that I would tell you to do if you're talking mm-hmm. about when it comes to marketing and creating connection with your customer, mm-hmm. which, you know, it, it, it I don't think it can be replaced. It's just an honest way to have a weekly touch with them or even once a month. If, if once a week feels too much yeah. to you, then do once a month. At least mm-hmm. you're going to be in their inbox and they're going to be hearing from you and kind of staying in touch. So, yeah, but yeah, we are going to do an entire episode, I think in the next week or two, right? Yeah. 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 We're going to do Mm -hmm. marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to, and the insiders, we're actually going to dig into, uh, I use MailChimp, Shan Mm -hmm. uses Flowdesk and we're going to give you sort of a behind the scenes look of like what it looks like with each of those two. So try to give you like a more in-depth look from each of those, but Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think just a comment on marketing, you know, we, I really confused marketing with advertising in the beginning, you know, like the promotional stuff where you're just like sell, sell, sell and marketing if its core is just solving a problem for your customer and they like to see themselves in you, you know, they mm-hmm. like to see 
hero story where like, you know, you and Judd are first generation farmers and building mm-hmm. this from the ground up. People buy into that. They want mm-hmm. it. They want to see themselves in that because it makes them feel like they can accomplish something like that in their life too. You know, there's a lot of people that are going to resonate with that. And so, you know, just this, this connection piece with your customer is a lot of, it's a lot of storytelling too. Mm-hmm. You know, just I mean, I having, feel like it is storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that, that's the backbone of connecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being honest and mm-hmm. yeah. And so I guess another you know, tip or way to be create connection on our farms is just being consistent. And that consistency piece means that you have a clear brand across all your platforms. So Mm -hmm. that would be through your products, your emails, your social posts, showing up when you say you're going to show up to a market, Mm -hmm. having that follow through with your customer just creates trust and trust is part of a relationship. So if you look at how are you going to build relationship and how would you create connection with a friend, you know, Mm -hmm. it's all of those things. It's being a consistent brand and person when you show up across the board. I was too corporate in the beginning. Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't know how to, you like haven't like, I think it takes time, confidence too, in some ways, like just becoming more confident in your flower farming self. Because I think a lot of people would resonate with the idea that like, (laughs) not, not that we felt like we were frauds, but that's like, not the right word, but because you're like working your corporate job and you're trying to do this. So you like feel like you really can't call yourself a flower farmer because you don't really like do, you know, all the things that we tell ourselves. I don't know why we do that. I'm not farming enough. Yeah. I don't have a big enough plot. Yeah. Whatever. If you're doing that, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really, I would say we, like there was no we, (laughs) who was we? I would say we are, I was like, me, you know, I wish we would have started that from the beginning because people would yes. have bought into that way sooner than, yeah. you know, I didn't even yeah. have, I had no photos of me whatsoever on there, you know, because yeah. I was, no way. If you don't have yeah. photos of you on your, I had somebody say to me once, oh, I'm just not like, I'm not young. So like what? So? Yeah. People just want to see a person. Yeah. They want to connect with a, because you were saying earlier too about COVID and the, the lack of connection we have. Everybody wants connection. People think they're getting connection through social media. They're yeah. not. No. It's not real yeah. connection. Um, yeah. But it creates that sense or that feeling of. So get your dang face on your Instagram. <laughs> when I yeah. pull up your farm page, I want to see a name. I want to see who you are, what y'all mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. some photos. It gives me just a different feel. Otherwise, it feels very sterile. Yeah. Without it. Yeah. That's my two cents you didn't ask for. Yeah. And I think maybe that there's like a little bit of a misconception that like being yourself or like putting yourself out there on social means that you have to like divulge your entire personal life and like, (laughs) and why everyone's going to know my business. I'm like, what? No. 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 They only, they can know only what you let them. And I think all of us have that, that side to us that is not public. But I think it is important that when people see you online and then they meet you in person, that they feel like that's the same person, (laughs) you know, they're not like, whoa, okay, that, that was not what I expected. Like when you meet me, I hope it's everything you expected. Yeah. You know, and I'm living up to that too. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, having boundaries is good. And we talk about that all the time, but I think, you know, 
showing up the way that you want to be seen across all your platforms is, is a really important. No one's saying you have to have like a makeup free selfie every day and or putting yourself out there in a way that doesn't feel good. You know, it can mm-hmm. feel good and yeah. be good. So yeah, yeah, you can still have privacy and yeah. Yes. It's just a, I mean, yeah. how long did I, I think everybody thought that I just started dating Sean when I talked about it. I was like, <laughs> no people we'd been dating for a long time. Yes. I just need to make sure this thing was going to work before I <laughs> so much into permanent material that is out there. That's funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, the day I made I that post, let's just stop for just a second. Was yes. We're talking. Um, uh-huh. People, somebody commented and said, you're using something about good for you, girl, using your love to like make sales or something. And I was like, hot. My what? face was so hot. That's not what I did. That's not what I did. Because <laughs> I had him down and I made that like farmer's market post. People were coming down to the farmer's market. That was one advantage of living in a small town. Yes. They were yeah. all coming down. They're like, oh, we, we got to go meet Sean. <laughs> the best sales day we had all year. No joke. Over you're like, spring you're coming flowers. back next week. Oh, my God. We did. I know. He was like, let's go back again. You know, I was like, <laughs> okay. You know, and we did. It was it was so funny. People just yeah. eat that stuff up. But that is because yeah. they're invested in me. They yes, were happy 100%. for me. This yes. connection. It's yeah. also because they're a little bit nosy. But yes. they <laughs> – connection piece yeah. you know yeah. everybody was and it was all on your terms one you decided when they knew and yeah you know yeah. I'm, I'm I also a good wonder how you keeper. navigate it with your kids yeah. too. yes you are a good oh it's hard I mm-hmm. feel like it's hard because people want to know the kids yeah but it's weird also you know? yes so like I like I struggle with it I struggle with it because part of what we, we are a family farm, yeah. you know, and my kids are a big reason for what we do, but it's like, how do I, so like if, if you're ever on my newsletter, like sometimes I'll like tell a funny story about them or I'll talk about them in generalities, like, oh, the kids, this, the kids, that, Mm -hmm. but they might not know that like Maxwell's on the swim team or something. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. don't have to know everything, but they have to like just know what you and you you're gonna have to figure that out for yourself. What you know feel what feels comfortable. With. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, you need to update the the dirtbag nation that <laughs> um, that the you did get the flu ripped through your house the day. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Okay. So the last time we were talking, I had one person. What? Yeah, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> the day before Thanksgiving or two days before Thanksgiving, Max had the stomach bug. And I'm like, oh, oh no. I'm like praying that this does not go through. Well, the next day, yeah. May went down. Judd went down that night the before Thanksgiving. Then Maddie – and okay, it was like a 12-hour bug too. So – and I think I think I went down after Max. Okay, was yeah, Max? Yeah, you still had one. I texted you to check on you. Yes, yeah. I texted and I was like, "Hey, how you holding up?" And you were like, "It hit me." Not. I'm like, "Oh God, I'm so sorry." I know. It's just yeah, I you had one left the, when I talked yes, to you. It was like yeah. everybody had one of them. Yes. Then the my my fourth child Judd went down, <laughs> and then. I, then we were all, then Maddie was like feeling like a little sick, like Thanksgiving morning, but it was overall fine. You know, it was just like a quick thing. You just have to, I just move into the acceptance phase. Now it's going to happen. Just Terrible. Is it really, it's really bad. It's very bad. 
We have a we recorded an interview with somebody, which we're it's coming out. But mm-hmm. he he said, "What do you call? I forget what you call everybody who listens." And he said, <laughs> "Is it chumps?" So that was it. I said, "No, it's dirt bags." But chumps, we laughed chumps really is hard. The at. Chumps, yeah, chumps is really funny. <laughs> But we just yeah, a bunch of chumps. Yeah, it was it really made me laugh hard. But stick to their bags. So oh my god. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. What other okay. ways we got here? Yes. So be responsive, mm-hmm. which I think is a very important one. Which yes. which is also hard. It's hard sometimes when you're being inundated from like all different ways for for people wanting to touch base with you on something, ask yeah. questions, and so for me, like responding responding to people who comment on your pictures and send you messages is an important piece and a lot of people say like sometimes like sales magic it happens in the dms it's like yeah. when you're over there creating that connection with yeah. them and they feel like they're getting like an ounce of personal attention for you from you it doesn't have to be you like Rachel like and for if you have email or if you um, message the farm I'm I'm typically not the one responding back to you. Um, every once in a while, I will if I see something that kind of warrants me. But um, it doesn't always have – you just have to create boundaries with it. And it, I'm not saying you have to respond back to everybody. You can kind of be a little bit selective. But for me, I'm like when I was the one doing it, I'm going to spend 30 minutes. Yes. When I, I'm going to sit down for 30 minutes, set a timer, and I'm going to respond back to people, comment. And you could do a lot in 30 minutes. I mean, yeah. a lot. Yeah. So – they they like it when they feel like they've gotten some one-on-one attention and being responsive to them really does help foster that connection. Yeah. 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 I try to limit my, I yeah. try to get back to them as soon as I can, but yeah, yeah. Emily's definitely managing my, mm-hmm. my inbox for me and getting back. We tried 24 hours, especially in yeah. email. It's just hard yeah. when we're also out in the field and you're juggling all those things. It can be mm-hmm. tough, but yeah. Yeah. And you're just fixing, you're solving problems for them if they have an issue and making them feel heard. That's another, you know, another way to create the connection is like actually hearing them out. Like we said, the Chick-fil-A response. Mm -hmm. But my one thing I do, I do it in season and I do a lot more in the winter, but I do a lot of handwritten thank you notes. It's something Mm -hmm. that I have always done. My mom um, this will not surprise you. My mom wrote me a note in my lunch every single day from the time I was Ooh. in kindergarten until wow. the time I was a senior in high school. Oh my god! Yeah, and then when we started making lunches, oh. we would write notes, you know, for other people mm-hmm. every day. My mom would write a note, oh. and then when I was in college, I think she sent me a card once a week. Oh so I love gosh. notes. Like yeah. I, it's just yeah. such it to get it in the mail. <laughs> I to get a note from somebody and I love sending them. I love sending them to my friends yeah. and people that I love just to tell them that I care about mm-hmm. them or however. So I do it with my customers and I I try my hardest even in season to do it once a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just sometimes a flower makes me think of a customer. I'm sure you mm-hmm. have customers that yeah. a particular flower makes you think of them. And, um, you know, so I'll share a note with them or just thanking them for supporting our farm and and the ways that they've supported me through the years. And I try to have that engagement with people so that um, they know that I appreciate them. And I, I I sincerely, I sincerely do. I can't do, I can't make a living without these, without these people. So Mm -hmm. just something that I've, I I do. Do you do, you do notes? Yeah. Um, From time to time. It's so funny because we had, I have this one lady, her name is Lee, 
And I've never met this. I, I don't think I don't think I've ever met her because she's not like one of those customers who's like, hi, I'm yeah. so-and-so, you know. Um, but every single week she buys like $100, 80 to $100 worth of flowers at the farm stand. And the only reason I know it's her is because she writes a check. <laughs> so she wow. puts a check at like every single week. And I'm like, who is this? I like looked her up on Facebook. I'm like trying to, I'm like, I can't pay, I can't match the name to a face or anything. So I'm like trying to figure that out. And I'm like, I don't know. If, I mean, I probably have met her, but she's probably just been one of the customers just like, okay, just, you know, never like said, oh, I love you guys or made it a big deal or anything, you know, never asked for a thing. So we sent her a, like a shirt and some stickers, and a thank you note. You would have thought, I mean, I like, she's a lifetime customer now because she was just like so tickled, couldn't yeah. believe it that yeah. she got a surprise shirt from us. And what that like cost me nothing. This lady's probably spent $1,500 this year at least yeah. at the flower stand. And it was just like such a cool thing. But you like have to force yourself to do it because for a while I was like, okay, I need, I need to send Lee that care package. I need to send Lee. I need to do it. And I kept putting it off and putting it off. And finally, like, I was like, we like have to do it today or else it's not happening. So again, it's like carving out those times, like making it a non-negotiable. And I think like once a week, once a month, you know, how, whatever feels Mm -hmm. good to you, or if somebody makes you smile or you're like, oh my gosh, that was such a fun interaction with the customer that really made my day. Just, I mean, I feel like people don't really write notes anymore. No, they don't. That's why I love dropping them in there. Yeah. Just fun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, just a personal note from me, and it goes. It does. I guarantee does she's a customer for life. Because oh yeah, yeah, and she's like one of the most unassuming customers, yeah, and not, not like a soul sucking customer. Because <laughs> of all the customers who buy a lot from us, but they like literally steal a part of your, <laughs> steal a part of your soul. When they do. Mm-hmm. Every time you <laughs> interact with them, you're like, holy cow. Yeah. But yeah, I have a Lee. I have a Lee that's an amazing you... customer too. Oh, just the sent best. me a note in the mail. Yeah, yeah. She sent me a check. She said she oh. wrote me a check before and just said like she came into some luck and wanted to pass it along to somebody that made her life better. Oh, I mean, it was like gosh. I just cry. I was crying. You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I just so sweet. It's the sweetest. Yeah, yes. it's makes makes what we do just yes. So yeah, it's a it. it's a perk of what we do. Yeah. And I feel like as our as a business owner, it's our job to show appreciation for our mm-hmm. customers. Like that that should be like on your to-do list to figure out how you can make somebody else's day. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Absolutely. What I see that you have on here, Lindsay, don't say no. Yeah, you do this. Yeah. Oh, you so said you say yes by say saying yes by saying no. Yeah, I wrote yeah. don't say no, but I <laughs> yeah. knew what we were okay, going to talk I got about. It. I mean, don't We yeah. want you to say no and set yes. boundaries. You can say no. You can say with a no yes. to things yeah. with a yes. Yeah. I didn't finish the sentence, which is very common <laughs> for me. Yes. So you can – we both do this. Yes. I learned yeah. this from – we learned this from the same person. Yes, Michelle. Yeah. Um, like, you know, because people pleasers, you're not um, anonymous. That's me. Yes. I'm 100 – and we're uh, – I, I think a lot of us would, <laughs> would resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so people pleasing is a problem. And it can become a huge problem in your business. 
It really can't. So for instance, Michelle kind of taught us like, it's okay to say no, but you can answer with a yes. So an example is, let's say you don't do full service weddings anymore. So a bride reaches out to you and says, oh, I just have to have you as my florist and I, 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 I'm having a ballroom wedding or whatever and, you're, and everything and you screaming like, no, 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 just say no. Um, but you can tell her no with giving her a yes. So, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Thank you for reaching out. We actually don't do full service weddings anymore, but we do do bulk you know, bulk flowers where you can get the, you know, the the local flower experience without a lot of the cost of us setting up. So it's like give, saying no, but having that yes, so that people are still feeling like you're providing them something instead of just, no, we don't do that, you know. Yeah. So it really enhances that customer experience. Mm-hmm. I just did this. Uh, I answered the phone, the, mm-hmm. the farm, the farm number, and uh, they asked if we did gray blankets. And I normally do, but oh, this year I've you. not, I yeah. know, I yeah. know. this year I didn't, mm-hmm. but I did say, I was like, I said, we're not doing great blankets this year, but I do have wreaths, you know, mm-hmm. with easels, if you wanted to put that on there, or if you're interested in a grave blanket specifically, you know, here are the vendors that we work with and I yes. like recommended other places. And so you're still, even if, you know, the best scenario is that if the yes is within your company, but the if you can give them another solution or an option to try, they're going to appreciate that, whether that person's yes. ever bought from me before or not, or if they ever will buy from me, I felt good about that exchange, you know, yes. being able yeah. to offer that to them. Yeah. So. And you're still providing value to them. For sure. Yeah. That, that Absolutely. is what, yes, that, that's the key. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say the social media we have on, I put on yeah. here about like having an engaging social mm-hmm. and the email and your social media it's kind of the same thing, like showing up as your authentic self and like what feels best for you is you're going to create engagement through social media by showing up as yourself. People are going to get to know you and whether it's that you bake sourdough bread or Mm -hmm. you make really beautiful Christmas packages. I don't know. Whatever's unique to you, you can Mm -hmm. curate your entire page to be that online social experience for them. And it gives them, so if they, they like what they see on your social, they're going to want to sign up for your email list. So it's Mm -hmm. a nice segue to, again, we were talking about being consistent across all your brands, you know, whether it's social or email or in person, um, that's just one way to do that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Next one is actually a really cool one because we both offer some extras to our CSA. So, And CSA customers are ones that are supporting you in the off season. So a lot of times they give you their money and they aren't even receiving flowers for three, four, five months, depending on what they're purchasing from you. So there is a leap of faith that happens when somebody purchases that subscription. So for me, going above and beyond for that CSA customer is something that we do because they are to me in the upper, you know, they're like my gold star customers. Um, So going above and beyond for them in our CSA means having a a CSA tour member appreciation where we have like drinks and snacks and we come out and they can learn more about the farm, have the farm to themselves, ask questions, take pictures, learn more about us, connect with us. Again, another connection, especially with your CSA, people are giving, getting them as gifts. They don't know you. 
when they come to pick up their flowers at that point, a lot of them. So how are you reeling that customer in to buy it maybe for themselves next year or to give it to for a gift to somebody else? So that is where, you know, some of these extras really come in. Um, another extra that we provide is a photography session. That's something that we do on our, our end. It doesn't really, you know, give us that much more work. A little bit, but not bad. And it's for our my customers. The value there is incredible because a lot of my customers are have young families and they're like getting their family photos, and that's that's a value add to them. And for me, I can say, hey, that's a hundred dollar value because I do charge a hundred dollars to come get a photography in the field. Um, yeah. That's a hundred dollar value, and your shares, you know, one hundred and thirty. So, you know, so people like seeing that value proposition and those extras are what are going to continue to connect that CSA customer to you. And then, which this is the key, retaining them for next year. And that's really where, you know, where that connection piece is going to to get you to year two with your customers. Mm -hmm. Retention is like one of my focuses for this mm-hmm. upcoming season. That's really want to work on retention and, and diving into that a little bit more. Cause you're, you're right. You do put a ton of effort, especially into CSA. Yeah. Um, you know, we, our CSA subscriptions are a bigger bouquet. They're a premium bouquet. And, um, I think beyond what you, the only thing I think I offer is, is, is an apparel discount. So mm-hmm. they get a, they get an apparel discount for 20% off and we just run it as our CSA family discount. And so that, we want them to buy our merchandise and wear our shirts and, and, mm-hmm. and be proud that they're part of this, um, you know, flower club and, um, or cult, whatever. Um, so yeah, I think it's just those little simple ways that we try to make them feel special for supporting us. Cause the CSA is a huge part of our business. So, you yeah. know, and that's, mm-hmm. we, we put a lot, I put a lot of energy into my CSA customer and always trying to make that experience better. I take their feedback, even when I don't want to hear it, I get it. And it makes us better every year for doing that. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to, that's one process this year that we're trying to improve on. And um, like we just this year, normally we don't have, um, we send an email gift certificate to them for them to print off, but we made nice, like really pretty card stock gift certificates to mail to them. So it's just like a little bit extra, a little bit more communication, one more Mm -hmm. touch that they actually have something tangible to present to their customer uh, or to their, um, you know, loved one whenever they give the Mm -hmm. gift. So that's something fun we've done this year that I'm, that I'm excited about. So yeah, lots of ways. Yeah. Are there other ways that that we did we miss any other ways to create connection? I mean, you have you have sure. the the very last one on here is talk like a human. Which I, I mean, talk like a human. I know, I know. <laughs> it's like it's, it goes back to the corporate yes. world where people connect with who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So talk like yourself. Yes, you know, just talk yes. like. And that's my biggest tip for even writing, which I will go into when we do our email marketing episode next week. But just. Be just be yourself. That's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I um, my social media following shifted. There was a huge shift in my following when I showed up just as myself. And mm-hmm. I like to add, I have sarcastic humor, and so I'll sure. add that in or something witty that I think of mm-hmm. walking to go to the kitchen. You know, I make a note on my phone, or even just the side of me that is, um, you know, what Shannon and I call woo woo, but. Like that part of me, that's a huge part of who I am. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, you can't raise, you cannot be raised with a mom who's a yoga instructor and not be a little bit woo-woo. Okay. Get it honestly. 
get the sage out. I mean, rub me some crystals on the temples. Um, I don't. I've never done that. But you rub crystals I don't. Temple. I don't. I don't even have crystals. It's just funny to say. Uh, no. Um, I couldn't even tell you the types. But I, you know, I believe yeah, in all that stuff. Hey, I believe in yeah. whatever makes, you know, yes. a spiritual practice for yes. people. So, you know, the, uh, that part of it for me, my local community completely shifted in Mm -hmm. when I just started showing up of of how I really am every day and stop being afraid to show up as myself. So yeah, talk like a human, talk like yourself, be yourself. That's what people (laughs) sincerely want. Yeah. And man, it's going to make this process easier. Just like, just, (laughs) nobody wants to read some fancy poem that you pulled from the internet that you're not talking. I mean, you can put quotes and stuff. That's fine. But like, you need to have connection and depth beyond yeah. that. You know, it's not live, mm-hmm. laugh, love, flowers. I mean, that's your post. Like <laughs> nobody's going to, nobody's going to connect to that, you know, yeah. and, and just be sincere with mm-hmm. how you're showing up. And yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. I feel like no, that's, no. yeah. I know I've got other stuff on here, a few other things on here, but I, I feel like we covered most of, yeah, I think so. Most of those things. But. Yeah. I think just like, Tell your tell the stories of your farm. Mm-hmm. They want to know about what's going on. And I'm not telling. I'm not saying that you have to like take a picture of your weeds and be full disclosure on that. We can still present the pretty, but the words will tell the story. And I think if you focus on, to me, like storytelling connection, they're 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 together. You know, those things go together and just, it's so important to just be authentic. Your real customers really do want to connect with you when they meet you. They want to feel like they know you and you want them to feel that way too. Um, so it, it takes practice. It does. And it gets easier. I think as you become more comfortable in yourself, in your flower farming self. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. get out of your, get out of your head and yeah silence everything else just show up how you are every day with your best friends I always I always write as if I'm like writing to my friend mm-hmm. and Kaylin said that too didn't mm-hmm. Kaylin give that yeah. advice mm-hmm. right like you're and I, I said well I filter my I do filter myself because I Ooh, have yeah. you know sure. I'm filtered <laughs> yeah with my social posts you know I yeah. try to not cuss quite yeah I don't well, really you know, we get the best of both worlds, though, because we have like our our business selves, like our yeah. farm selves, and then we have our dirt on flowers selves, mm-hmm. and then we also have our home selves. You know, three. Yes. Jeez, that's a lot to keep up. <laughs> I know our the podcast is it's fun because of that. Like, I get yeah. to be a little mm-hmm. more unfiltered. I am still filtered. Yeah. You know it. I'm filtered. <laughs> Be, also because we have um, Will who listens to the podcast. One of our listeners' sons, yes. Will, he's sort of the oh, – uh, what would we call him? The cussing the, police? Or? The curse police, yeah. The curse police, yes. <laughs> um, so he has given me a few Will warnings. And I really think about him every time I go – I slip. <laughs> I He pops in my mind like, oh, boy, I hope he's not yes. listening to – minute 55 here um but yeah he does he keeps me he does keep me in check a little bit yeah I mean I think generally like you I want to stay we want to stay out of the explicit category for the most part yeah family listening yes yeah Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but like if you wanted your home self, you could really be yourself if you found like a couple other cool flower farming friends. And then yes. you could really let her loose, which is I'm a little the fun part. I'm also a little less filtered even on the Zoom. Our insiders yeah. Zoom. Yeah, even a little more. One more, you know, because you could yeah. truth bomb a little bit more there. Yeah, because it's not. <sighs> yeah, it's like only. That's not going to get permanently put on the yes. podcasting world. Yeah, <laughs> forever. So, <laughs> yes. Although, anyway, okay, okay, that's enough. Yeah, good. Good mm-hmm. connection. Yes. All right, guys. So, if you love this episode. You would love the insiders. You would. So yes. what the heck are you waiting for? You would get unfiltered Dannon. How fun yes. would that be? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. she's a wild time. <laughs> Not really. Fireball. It's fireball season, mm. girlfriend. You bringing back the fireball? I had one the other day. Pineapple was very good. and fireball. Pineapple and fireball. I don't I don't know. It's supposed to taste like apple pie, but I don't know. It's just I good. need to try this. You do. I, yeah. You do. I need to try this. Well, <laughs> I haven't had a Long Island in a while, but I do think I am due. So Yes, you are. Yeah. Overdue. So if you <laughs> – I am overdue. <laughs> so, yeah, we would love to have you on The Insider. Mm-hmm. So each week we provide additional content. So sometimes it's interview extras, it's templates, it's how-tos. We just uploaded a how to make a bow, something simple, things that are going to help you within your business, tons of uncut extras just for you insiders. Plus, you get to be a part of the amazing Facebook group that we have, which is people all over the world answering questions, which is super fun. They're very mm-hmm. engaged group, super supportive. The last Thursday of every yep. month, we record a live Zoom. So we jump on a call and um, it's an 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We jump on and answer anything that you, any questions that you have. So it's it's a really good time. It's $20 a month. And it's basically a spill the dirt episodes that we have on steroids for that Zoom. You get a ton of value. You actually get, we're coming up on close to a year's worth of content Mm -hmm. that you can binge in the insiders. So join us. We'd love to have you. We'll click the link in the show notes if you want to join us for December. We'd love it. So we also love hearing from you over at the Dirt on Flowers on Instagram. So it's at Dirt on Flowers. And let us know what you want to hear. We're working on our winter calendar, and we would just love to hear content ideas. Maybe even who would you want to hear from in an interview? We'd love to hear from you. So we are giving you guys a big high five, a big old hug, because we are almost through the entire year. And there is nothing harder than being a farmer and running a business. So kudos to you for rocking it out this year. And as always, friends, we will see you the same time, same place next week. Bye.